Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm your creepy, mad co-host, Teal! RWD is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream at asteroids. Oh my god, I mean, what isn't there to scream at in this place? About various aspects of the D&D 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast or following us at RWD underscore podcast on Instagram. Yeah, man, there's literal. <laughs> it's literally an asteroid, literal space in this adventure we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah, that's and that doesn't even happen until what chapter sixteen? Yeah, it's late. it's far in the back. I have no. Yeah, idea. I think sixteen is the. So one. we're still on our um, adventure of adventures. Is what we're doing. We are talking about we're reviewing, discussing pre-made D&D adventures, many of who many of which seem great. Yeah. Would have loved to have done them. You know? Yeah. Uh what's the meme? Love D&D parties. Hope to be part of one one day. You know? <laughs> uh today we're talking about uh Dungeon of the Mad Mage Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. Undermountain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Halister Black Cloak. Yep. I just so so I've done a lot of thinking on this and I, I mean we'll get into whatever I don't know what we're gonna talk about right now. We're this book about other is, stuff. This book is 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 as mad as the mage that it is named after. Yeah. Um but well, you know, I think we're five percent of the way through the show already, so let's just Yeah, I think part of the reason that I really, really, really dislike this adventure is because it's not really an adventure. It is Correct. just the same thing over and over. Like, even reading the chapters, there are, like, it's a lot like reading, um, you know, the Bible or War and Peace. It's just words and no breaks. There's no pictures. There's no art. It's just, you guys got to get through all this, so here's all the words you need. And we didn't want to print more than, like, 300 pages, so we had we had to just take out all the pictures. That's what's missing from the Bible, pictures. <laughs> I, I, I think there be, I, I honestly... Don't you think the Bible would be better with pictures? No. I think so. I don't think... Whatever, we won't get into that it's conversation. It's a great work of fiction. What are you talking about? It. I don't think it would be improved by pictures. Well, I disagree wholeheartedly. And this book I don't also... think a book that... Okay, you know, never mind. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> but This but, isn't no, my just, uh, religious it's, podcast. It's simple things like that. And then also, the fact that there's no narrative at all in this okay. entire See, that's fucking where you're thing. wrong. Like it's that's just where you're wrong, so friends. No, I'm not. That's where you're so wrong. There like, are so many tiny little narratives that like, happened a thousand years ago in this adventure. Nothing that the players do actually has any effect all right, all right. on this like, entire campaign. We're way ahead of it. I agree. What, 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 what do you want to talk about? Good. Talk about something else. I want to Go start ahead. at the beginning. Good. Good luck. Go ahead. Right. Last week we talked about Dun- Dragon Heist. Yeah. Dragon Heist starts in the Yawning Portal. This adventure, same place, right? Yawning Portal. Yeah. But you, you, for whatever reason, right? Side quest, personal glory, wealth, rescue. You go down the Yawning Portal into Halster Black Cloak's dungeon, mm-hmm. the Undermountain. Yep. Which is what? 23 levels? 23 levels. Which I want to know what a level means. Uh... Beneath, so I think they say like most of them are like fifty feet high. That's not what I mean. Or something. Beneath oh. water deep, the city. 
Okay. Uh, at the same time, the denizens of Waterdeep have been randomly contacted by a psychic telepathy from in Ulithrid, right? A super mind flare. Mm-hmm. Other adventurers have gone before you. Some have come back out. Others will go after you. That is, that's the core beginning and end, really, of the adventure. Yeah. You can you can leave Undermount at some point, come back out, sell shit, talk to people, go back in. Yep. Right, if you're surviving. The guy who runs the awning portal, Arden, what's his name? Nah, that's that's last week's thing. I don't know. It's not. Uh, but I can't remember his fucking name because why would I write it down when I want to talk about it? Uh, uh, proprietor. Durnan, not Arden. Durnan. He's gone crazy from being, he's slightly crazy from being close to the yawning portal because this is like a magical conflux, right? A knot in the weave is what they call it. So, yeah, you hop down, you take the rope, you climb, whatever, down into the dungeon. <laughs> Which, like I said, I agree with you. This is not an adventure. This is 23 separate dungeons. This is a dungeon compendium. Yes, 100% agree. This is, if you are a DM, this is a book in which you go, huh, my characters are level eight. I'm going to take dungeon level nine mm-hmm. and insert it into my campaign. Yeah, 100% Done. agree. That's what this is. That's what this is. Yep. Because Every single level is a really great dungeon crawl yes. by itself. Yes. independently and, and there's no real interaction between levels uh, with That's the exception not, like there's you know, every, every once in a while there's very, there's very few like the gith on level 16 are trying to fight the mind flayers on level 17 who are trying to get the asteroid field so they can grab the next spell jammer out of here uh you know the entire thing level 23 is interacting with the entire dungeon level 8's interacting with level 9 uh level 18's interacting with water deep there's a lot of those things happening but they could be you could you could mad lib your way any of those connections. Yes. Right. There's several portals that lead to the underdark. So eat this is an adventure designed linear. Level one, you level you get to level two, gets you to level three, gets you to level four. You almost are always expected to level up your character between dungeon levels. Yes. Now couple things, right? Okay. Who is Halister Blackcloak? He's a thousands of year old mage who's batshit insane, right? Mm-hmm. Originally had a crazy magic wizard tower here that collapsed. The Undermountain is below it. He had seven apprentices, I think two of whom still stick around, mind you, centuries later, and one of whom escaped in air quotes and now like is a disembodied spirit living in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Which I actually think is a really neat Right, part of this. Cuz, let me find it. Mm-hmm. Where is she? She's in Undermountain Secrets. Just, just Syra Castleharp. Got a secret. She's a disembodied uh spirit that lives in the walls, and she will. She is the Duex Machina of the adventure. Because she has control over the magical gates, which you can teleport from one level to another. And she can be a disembodied voice that says, you're not ready to go there yet. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can, your players can encounter a gate that goes from level 8 to level 10, 
and she'll just stop them from entering. Like, no, you're not powerful enough to go there yet. I love the notion that there's just a ghost living in the... She's not really a ghost. Living in the dungeon saying, no, you're not ready yet. Because she wants Halster to die. So she wants you to level up, basically. Yeah. It's so silly. Silly is a perfect word for it. There's so much it's, silliness in this. It's just a mechanic to keep players from going somewhere they shouldn't. Do you want... Do you want, I think, what I think is the epitome of the silliness? Go ahead. Hold on. I have to get to level 22. Okay. Let me go to level 22 on my note. Maybe it's level 23. 23 is his lair, essentially. Yes. Oh, level 22 is just the nobles that live there. I love the noble, the Shadow Dusk family. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arch- Arcturia. I've, I should have written down. Okay. Right. Arct. Level, we're skipping all the way to the end. Level 23. Okay. Level 23 is Halister's lair. Yeah. He's just... he's His goals are basically whatever you want them to be. Arcturia, one of his former apprentices, is a lich, right? Mm-hmm. But that also has wings. If characters destroyed her phylactery in a previous level, she attacks them. I think the silliness of this adventure is is in the next sentence. Go ahead. They literally wrote, she has no beef with them otherwise. Perfect. They used the word beef, beef. <laughs> in this publication. The she has of, no beef with them. The number of liches and such in this... Two? Is there two? Uh, so I think both of his apprentices on that level, Arcturia and Trobian, isn't Trobian's Trobian's one? not a lich, no. Okay. He lives in an iron golem. Oh, okay. Um, and then there's Ezet on the 20th level. That's a lich. And then uh, there's probably just random fucking liches here and there. I did not bother to control F the word lich in the book. The amount of mind flayers, beholders, yeah. dragons, liches, things, well, vampires. Well, yeah. So there's uh, a death tyrant that I was a big fan of. Death tyrant. Um, and then there's tons of red dragons because all the gith ride red dragons. Red dragons, which live on the surface of a meteor or asteroid yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it is. asteroid. Yeah. There's so many. There's once you get up to levels like 21, 22, there's just a, a wandering dungeon wandering party made up of like a mind flayer and a beholder and demons. Like that. That's just what's wandering around. Yeah. The amount yeah. of yugoloths and demons. There's a mm-hmm. planetar somewhere in here. Planetar right. is level 21? 21 terminus. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much crazy shit from goblins up to liches, right? Well, Archmages. Just, just to point out how you know that this is going to be a thing. Like the entire dungeons, the all the first three levels feel normal. There's yeah. there's drow, there's twerger, there's goblins, there's hobgoblins. There's all these normal things. And there's a bunch of bugbear that have intellect devourers that are controlling them. Fine, you know, that's fine. All fairly easy stuff. But then right at level four, one of the big things you have to fight there is an abolith. Correct. And so as soon as you're at level four and you're already fighting aboliths, you know it's got to get weird by the time you hit 23. Correct. There are mechanical scorpions. Uh, there's an archdruid on level five. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started about the magical forest in good the old, middle of good the dungeon. old willow. Yeah, Halster just said, "I'm going to use like eight wish spells and make a forest to make this person happy." You know, this is okay. 
I have a, I have several questions about the adventure. I, I have questions. First of all, what is a level, right? They say, yeah, it's this tall, it's this big. But it, this is not like one central structure. This mm -hmm. is a sprawling madness yes. of the Underdark, basically. Indeed. And below. Mm -hmm. So other creatures kind of can wander and have wandered into different levels on their own from outside. This is actually a super common theme in any kind of um, uh, anime where people are in a video game is that there are just levels and monsters can be in levels. And every once in a while you'll get fucked because a really powerful monster will be in a level you weren't expecting it to be in. I think purple, wait, purple worms have dug through at some point in here. Fire giants have come in. Uh -huh. from elsewhere so i feel like the whole level thing is kind of silly because creatures creatures just come plowing in whenever right and there's the implication that people at lower levels just come and go as they please indeed indeed like they literally will either go to skullport mm -hmm. or back up to water deep yep um so, so i don't really know like mechanically like logically there's how lo this all exists magic it's it's just magic it's right just magic. because yeah. you literally get to a point what's what's the what's the forest level level five lost wood no willow wood oh willow wood yeah named after willow the arch druid is it's got a sky and a forest and animals it's it's you know it's however many dozens or hundreds of feet underground and it's the wilderness even if you raise the forest you burn it you salt the land you kill everything on it Halser just repopulates everything in like a d10 days later so there's those kinds of things right those Ooh, kinds of like also it's in magic. the willow wood uh you you might encounter a bulb and if you hatch the bulb Halser shows up he's just he, he pops up he he doesn't want to fuck with you at that point, though. He just no. wants to be amused by you. But it is the right? actual Halister. Right. It is the real Halister. Who arguably <laughs> is way less fun to play than Strahd, because he's just 100%. crazy. Yeah. He's just crazy. And actually, if you look at his stat block, he's actually not that hard to kill. I assume that his stat block is irrelevant and he's a god. He, well, he yeah, he comes back a D10 days later in a safe place in the dungeon. Yeah. But just to fight him and kill him is not hard. Yeah. That his stat block's irrelevant. His he is just a caricature, right? Yes. Think about um the I, I obstacle like... course, level fifteen. Oh God. Huh. It's just Swing. a <laughs> exactly. It's just a a maze, more or less, with traps and things. But the entire time, the disembodied voice of Halister is taunting you. Yes. He's giving play by play commentary from an indiscernible location. So basically any color commentary you can imagine somebody saying about a, a sports game of some kind, he's doing as you're fighting things. Yes. He's just a character. He's not like, he's not a big bad, right? You know, mm -hmm. it's his dungeon. Your goal isn't really to go in and kill Halister. He's just a character. Indeed. Unless you get down to, I don't know eventually somebody wants to kill house unless you get to somebody who wants to kill him then maybe it becomes your goal level 20 is your best chance of finding somebody that really wants him dead the, um, the, the runestone caverns yeah 
because uh, otherwise, he he doesn't care. His his goals, his possible goals, are under outlined in the beginning, and they're vapid, generally speaking. Maybe he's just wanting to find an apprentice, but just like Strahd, he's going to conclude that he doesn't want an apprentice and kill you. Yeah. Um, there's one other person um, other than Halster that has the ability to kind of move through the dungeon without any issues, like nothing, no gates stop them or anything, and that's uh, probably the worst named character ever, Mad Goth. You know? He, yeah. Ma- Mad Goth has a horned ring similar to the one that Halster wears. So he That's can essentially uh, traverse. What's it? And I think this is where I was getting the extra liches is that there's no definition on what he is. You get to decide. He's either an archmage or he's a lich or he's something powerful and spellcastery. I'm thinking of the gnome with the ring that can control the machines. Yeah, no. No, Madgoth, uh, his castle's on level seven, but he kind of just spends time on level 23 normally, unless he wants to be in level seven, or he's just not around because he can come and go as he pleases. So, level seven is also tragic, right? Because uh, yes. of the giants. Yes, the giants that can never remember anything. The giants that live in an episode, a movie of Memento. Yes. They have, they have eight hours of memory, and that's it. Mm hmm. Uh, I mean, if you can get the horn ring from Madgoth, obviously you can be yes. set. Now, if you do kill all the giants, something really incredible happens. Halster's like, well, there's no more giants. I got to replace them. So he just freezes the entire cavern and fills it with yetis led by a pair of mated ad- abominable yetis. This is my point. He's just a like a deity, basically. Yeah, he's just a guy. Play- he's a kid playing with his toy. Correct. He's a DM of this dungeon. Yeah. He doesn't fucking follow the rules. There's no rules. And nor does he care. He knows nothing that you do in this dungeon lasts. There's no point to this dungeon other than to grind and gain levels and see what kind of character you make. Correct. So I would, if I'm running this, I'm not running this, first of all. Never ever. I'm just stealing dungeons and placing them somewhere else. Now, they are super cool, right? Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Obstacle Horse is super cool. Mm-hmm. Sea Deeps is super cool. Um, Willowwood being a forest is actually kind of neat. Yeah. The Ooze place, Caverns of Ooze, is just so dumb. Uh, and the early ones are great first level adventures. For exactly. Players. Completely agree. Um, the Bahir Cave on level 11 is a good fight. That's good fun. It's just, I, that's one of my favorite ones. Like, there, there's a couple times this happens where there's a big monster. That you just get like glimpses of as you wander around the rest of the dungeon. Yeah, and then the Bahir's got a bunch of runes carved into it, so he can actually do magic. Just cast spells. Yeah. It's also mutated trolls. Yeah. There's a lot of like custom edited monsters throughout this dungeon as well. We talked about a little Trobian, the metal mage, is pretty cool. Yeah, super cool. He's got like giant purple worm inspired machines. And probably my most favorite part about the entire thing is that he is creating. Mecha Halister. Oh my god, yes. Mecha Halister. Yes. A 10 foot tall robot Halister. Exactly. With all oh, the wait, same wait, no, it's 10. It's like 50 it's feet bigger. tall. Yeah, it's way bigger. But yes, oh my god. It's 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 so fucking just whoever I, I who you know, I'm I'll look this up, but whoever wrote this fucking book was just like, what can't we do? Oh, nothing? Okay, well then fuck you. Uh, let's see. Who were Correct. our writers? 
Obviously, lead designer Chris Perkins, and then the rest of our designers: Bill Benham, Lisa Chen, Kiel Chenier, Dan Dillon, Claire Hoffman, James Introcaso, Greg Marks, Alan Patrick, Ben Petrisor, and Travis Woodall. Fuck you guys. There's so many people involved in making this goddamn book. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. I mean, the creativity in each individual dungeon is great. Brilliant, but it's not brilliant. This is an adventure. It's no. It's not an adventure. And that's why there's no way to really talk about this with any kind of logical sense. Like, we could go level by level, but that's four I'm not doing fucking that. that's sessions. It's, and honestly, a lot of it's very repetitive. You go down, you pick a side. You're either going to help the hobgoblins yep. fight off the dwarger, or you're going to help the drow beat on the you know, plant life or, you know, you're picking a side, you help that side, but no matter what you do, if you read the aftermath of each section, no matter what you do, A, it's normally a bad thing because everything down here is bad and B, it's not permanent. It will just fix itself eventually. So this is my question. Another, you know, imagine you're a person running this because you're crazy. Yeah. How long until a dungeon repopulates? Um, I, it gives, it gives some guidelines, like a dorm, it'll say like a D six days or D 10 days. Yeah, but really as the DM, how long are you giving your players to go out and come back in? I, I'd probably do a D 10 days for each level, depending on what they do. And the permanency with I, which they I do also it. don't know how long anyone's been here. Cause it talks about like these groups have been battling Yeah, for, for the minotaurs on, um, uh, where are the minotaurs? Uh, Muriel's Gauntlet, maybe. The maze. Give me a sec. Oh, uh, maze level. Third. I think they're on thirteen. Thirteen. Level twelve. Twelve. Okay. There's a. There's you know a person who wants to summon a Garistro. Ah, yes, and bind it to them to trick the Minotaurs into thinking it's their deity, right? That makes sense, actually. Kind of, sort of. But there's been like major battles happening. They're both sides are like depleted. Armies have been depleted. The 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 planetar at level fifteen or whatever, and the terminus, tw- what is it twenty one? It's been here for months. I don't know the timeline of anyone in this fucking dungeon. Have you been here for years? Have you been here for months? Have you been here for days? I do have. I have no idea. Yeah. And it's not. And it like yeah, they talk about oh well, they could eat these things, but again, that's why I ask: Is this just in the underdark? Can they just leave and go get food and come back here? There's a mind flayer colony just set up here just on level just 17 here. that's trying to get to level 16 and get the star dock rod so that they can eventually invade new world by getting a spell jammer can we do it entirely just a set, let's just side conversation about level 16 okay go ahead a lot of a lot of shit happens level 16 i don't even care about level 16 generally speaking okay. what i care about is that level 16 contains connection to the star dock yeah right named yeah. like creche clear i don't know how to say that Crush. Yeah, Crush is Crush Clear. Yeah. Stardock is a asteroid in in orbit around the planet. Mm -hmm. And there are red dragons flying and climbing on the surface of that asteroid. So first of all, red dragons can live in space. Yep. (laughs) Your players can go down a well in Waterdeep, Mm -hmm. fight through a dungeon, enter a portal, and come out in space. Essentially in the astral sea. In space. Yep. In space. Yep. They can look out the windows and see Toril, planet Earth, out there. 
Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Essentially, and and and. And the, side note: the red dragons that live up there, the big one, she can teleport and misty step and shit. Yep. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I, I, again, there's so many creative threads in here that do not mesh. How is one dungeon full of ooze and another one goes to space? Yeah. <laughs> and then another one is a forest. Fucking and magic, then another dude. one is the mad kangaroo court of a evil planetar. Yeah. yeah. And the other one I like the planetar is level. Vampires. Oh my god. That is he, he this when when an angel goes bad, you know what happens? Yeah. This. This. Um he loves so, killing so much he became evil. The last sentence sentence on level 17 for, for level 17 is probably the perfect descriptor of the idea behind this entire book. In addition, uh, wait, was, did I do that? Level 16, level 16. Suddenly, unhappy with the renovations that Githyanki have made, the Mad Mage might assert control over the labyrinth and reshape it to suit his whims. Command Z. I mean, that's, 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 that's the entire thing is if the, if, if you as the DM decide that the Mad Mage doesn't like the way things are, he just, just change whatever you want to change. It's all good. Go ahead. It doesn't, none of it matters. Now, and in theory, else matters. in theory, you're acquiring treasure. Yeah. Oh my God. You're gonna get levels. You're gonna get rich because uh, if you are able to leave and get back to the awning portal, there's somebody willing to pay you for anything you find, and they grossly overpay you for anything you find. Or you can go to Skullport and also sell things there, where things won't be as uh, worthwhile when you sell them, but still you make a lot so, of money. Yes, exactly. You'll make a lot of money and have powerful magic items. Yes. Unique magic items, too. So many. so Like, uh, there's so many fucking... Like, there's just everything in this. Like, uh, I just don't get the point. Like... Yeah, what is the point? What do you think is the point of this adventure? I, I can only think of one person that I know of that would actually enjoy playing this day in and day out. It's Dan. I was going to say doctor. <laughs> okay, well, uh, people who, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he just wants to kill things. He just wants to kill things and level. Perfect. It's per- this This is what, you know, earlier versions of us who played D&D would have loved. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, in 2005 or five, whenever we started playing. Lots of, I mean, I played since 2000. There it is. So that hack, that hack and slash, us, man. Yeah, that version of us would have loved this. A never-ending yeah. supply of bad guys to kill. Yeah, love it. Let's do it. Just murder. But murder, murder, murder. But yeah, anyone with with experience in D and D, and with a joy for the storytelling that a that a campaign is, this is not for them. No, I would agree. This is. This is not a role play opportunity for the players, really. Mm-hmm. The DM does get some moments, right? Well, where I mean, there's to... the uh, the apprentice college where you have all kinds of like interpersonal shit to deal with as a DM, and then the players just kind of insert themselves in it. Uh, what is that? Uh, Dwemer Core. Which one is that? Uh, give me a sec. I never. Uh, there's so many fucking characters levels. embroiled. Um, uh, the du- uh, Dwayne Core. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Core is the the mage school basically run by an Arcanaloth. Yes. Uh, 
who's in disguise to look at Hal as look to look like Halister. Yes. And just try to convince people to like stay. I, I I'd love it if the party tried to fight the Arcanaloth. I would love more, you know, <laughs> being spite Harrowdale, right? A centuries old evil archmage disguised as a twelve year old boy. <laughs> Not really disguised. He just looks like a twelve-year-old boy. Oh did you ever? Did you ever? You've watched Cowboy Bebop, right? Yeah, of course. It's like episode five, six. There's like a decades and decades and decades old, maybe centuries old, child, like assassin. Do you ever this? Mm, I feel like I do, but when the moon gate exploded, like the radiation fucked this kid's body up, uh-huh. so he never aged, and he would just like haul around a disabled person in a wheelchair to act like his grandpa while he was, you know, in charge, killing people, stealing things. And eventually, you know, Spike puts him out of his misery, but like this is this is it. this is the twelve year old boy who's actually a hundreds of year old wizard. Who has a who has a a demon companion. It's a half ogre, right? But like an evil companion mm-hmm. who um supposed to is he also disguised? I feel like they're all supposed to be disguised. Uh, everyone's disguised as shit. Everyone's disguised. Halster is a disguise commonly used by pretty much everybody. There's a death slot that's invisible, and as soon as he attacks, the invisibility drops, but the disguise is not. So it looks like Halster's just wielding a greatsword at you. There's a fairy dragon that will just turn invisible and run away from you. Yeah. Right. Uh, I would like to say, at the very beginning of the adventure, even partway through when you come back and go back in, um, Volo is to blame. Volo is to blame. Okay. Volo is part of why he, you know, he wants you to go down here. He's got questions, right? Uh huh. There are people to rescue. There are adventures to be had. I think, in reality, um, it, you never played World of Warcraft, did you? No. The dungeon system in World of Warcraft, if you're familiar with it, is called instances. So, like, if my party. We go to we would explore we'd go to the into the world we'd find a dungeon it just looks like a like a portal right you like you, you can see where it's gonna go but you mm-hmm. go in the portal you enter an instance of the dungeon right your party is just you're in your own version of the dungeon if some if some other party entered they'd be in their own version and you could do it over and over and over again this is perfect I'm level thirteen I go down the yawning portal I enter directly into level fourteen. I can fight it, I can fail, whatever, I leave. If I'm still level 13, I come back in, I do it again. Mm-hmm. This could be like a really weird, time blue, grinding, magical nightmare. That is, you. whenever you enter, you enter the appropriate or close to appropriate location. As could. opposed to going through the could. whole fucking thing. Huh? Could It could be that, yes. As opposed to grinding out this whole long nightmare. Indeed. It, it is one long nightmare. I'm trying to remember what level are the singing genies on? I don't. I can't remember. It's right near the end. It's um, it's uh, 22. The le- um, deep mines. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. Um, 22 or 23. Where is it? My I have so many fucking words in my notes. Uh, I think I put Dow. Dow. Here we go. Um, level 20? Oh, no, level 19. Here it is. Yeah, Halster bound two genies to this level and pitted them against one another. There's also space pirates led by a mind flayer on this level. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. 
with Minsk and Boo, except Minsk is a mind flayer. <laughs> I I uh, I never understood, you know, Githyanki and and um, Githzerai were supposed to be the aliens in D and D. Yeah. I never understood that fully until I read this adventure. They're they're literally the aliens of D and D. Yes. Literally from space. Accurate. But I, I still don't. Get... <laughs> <laughs> Where are Star Spawn from? The Far Realm. Yes. What is the Far Realm? I thought that was like the space between space. No, no, the Far Realm is the space beyond the Astral Sea. The Astral Sea is space. Yeah, but when you get past space, you get into the Far Realm. I'm cha- I am accidentally channeling my current D and D character right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but what is what space? are stars? <laughs> where, where does things come from? Um, space Mountain. Space Mountain. I do like the genies that you're supposed to sing. Yep. This is an opportunity to sing. Should you they, wish to portray I, the genies? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember the exact wording in the book, but I'm pretty sure that they alluded to you should be playing them like genie from Aladdin. It's literally in the beginning. It's like, should you want to play this as characters from an animated feature film? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you were supposed to be Robin Williams, which, how the fuck, how the fuck are you supposed to possibly even get close to that? I don't know. Like, go back and watch Aladdin and just bask in Robin Williams' performance as the genie. It is, like, quintessential Robin Williams, right? Whatever, 19, what was that, 1996? What year was that? Uh, Aladdin, 97, 98? Uh... Aladdin movie. No, I don't want the fucking feature goddamn film, you pieces of shit, mother... 1992! 1992. 1992, wow. Uh, and so, if you think you're up for it, right, that's that's the DMRP moment. Trying to be genie. Yes. If you can pull it off, God if, bless if you. you um... Gilbert Gottfried, right? Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, what else? Like, we're clearly not gonna. We haven't even really like we've said spoilers in this, but like, there's so much. We yeah. I don't think you can remember anything we've said by the time no. you get through this goddamn adventure. No. Just just remember, th- this this entire adventure is like you know whose line is it anyway? It's made up, and the points don't points matter. Don't matter. Yeah, the rules are made up, and the points don't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Now, that's my point, right? There's parts of this that are really inspiring. The obstacle course where Halister is your narrator. Maybe levels of this should be a game show, right? Maybe there is supposed to be a a theater, a theatrical production partway through here. You know, maybe there is supposed to be some sports being played. This is this is it says in the title. It's the Dungeon of the Mad Mage. Guess what that madness manifests as? Whatever you want. It doesn't necessarily manifest as it could even be a boat. It could even be a and there is boats in here. There's so many boats. Boats and hoes. There's flying vessels. There's boats. There's dead things. There's alive things. There's even parts that have just begun to creep into the Shadowfell, which are then no longer bound by the rules of teleporting in and out of this place. So if you get far enough, you could just sneak into the Shadowfell and bamf your way out again. And then bamf your way back in. Sad dragon, by the way. Bad dragon? What? Sad dragon in level 18. (laughs) What's that dragon's name now? It's like Umber Shirk Shirk Shirk. Uh, dragon. Umbraxakar. Oh, hold on. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> level 16. Let's go back to level 16. <laughs> go ahead. 
dragon names. I just want to talk about dragon names for a second. There's a red dragon who's a mother to six young red dragons who are all friends of the gith that live here. Astaranathor. Astaranthor, right? Okay. Is the red dragon. Just yep. going to sneak the word tyrant in there. Okay. Right. No one will notice, guys. We'll just put tyrant in there. Had six had six baby dragons named <clears throat> Zolcharks, right? Just going to sneak char in there. Uh-huh. Smoke can't. Smoke, we got it in there. Meteoranzim. Yep. Meteor. Meteor got that right there. Infernexus. I feel like and Trent Reznor named these babies. Trent Reznor named these babies. Oh, it did. Blazer Trank. Blaze a Trank. Got Blaze in there. There's Blaze. There's and Laser. Then, There's and then blazer. Ash Ranthax. Oh, God. Right? Which Ash, but then very close to Anthrax in the back half of that name. Yeah. Whoever named these Red Dragons is the worst writer in this adventure. Or the best. Nope. Nope. You're it's not gonna, hard to tell. There's a fine, fine line. Now, I'm not, not saying he name crossed it. Your red dragon smoke can't, right? You're gonna name your red dragon smoke can, motherfucker. Oh, gonna... <laughs> are you a smoke can or are you or a smoke, smoke can't? can't? Yes, exactly, exactly. I just maybe I they use great... can't like thieves can't, like he speaks in smoke. I took great umbrage with the naming of red dragons as as Hasbro Wizards of the Coast put out an entire book about dragons, you know, 15 years ago. But still, naming conventions have been established. You don't just name your dragons Ashranthax. There's a, there's an Ultraloth somewhere in here that has a cool name. It's like Zindalar or something. And I thought, like, that's a good name. There are a lot it's of cool names. There's two Zindalus, tieflings. Um, the, um, the Ultraloth. For those who don't know, an Ultraloth is like, it looks like an alien, but it's just a demon. Uh, a Yugoloth specifically. Yes, there's a lot of Yugoloths down. But it looks straight up like a like a, like an alien that you would expect in a sci-fi movie. Green, big head, you know, yellow eyes. But it just kind of teleports around as much as it wants. And How do you spell Tiefling? The fuck out of you. T i e f l i n g. I should have noted it down. There were two Tieflings that were running one of these levels that had really great okay. names. Okay, wait, give me a second. I might have it. T Did I misspell it? No, I'm not misspelling Tiefling. Okay. Um, I don't know where it was. I just, I should have written it down. I don't know. No. Tieflings already have great names, right? Because they're like words. Or they're either like demon, not demon, devil names, or they're reformed names. Well, they're, yeah, they're named whatever they're raised, but they will give themselves a name of like sadness or yeah. lament, you know, things like that. So mm -hmm. I think lament's one of them in here, but not the ones I'm thinking of. It's kind of like Mind Flayer names. They have Mind Flayer names, but then they'll have a name of, like, Absolute Destruction. You know, like, whatever. You can call me Poppycock. You can call me Marijuana. <laughs> That's what I'm going to name my next Mind Flayer. Um, a lot of Archmages in here. A lot of This, honestly, would be... Th this entire dungeon, in my opinion, is kind of like a melee character's nightmare. Because everybody's a spellcaster... Or they know a spellcaster, or they can fly, or they're in space and flying already, just naturally. Your your sword and board guys are kind of fucked after level three. Yeah, archers probably fine. Archers yeah. are good. Spellcasters are good. 
Uh, I mean, there's plenty of tight spaces in these dungeons for melee people to thrive, but there's plenty of big spaces where they're not thriving. Any big guy is not going to be something that a melee character will have any chance of fighting. Yeah. All right. Anything else? What else? Did we miss anything? There are. We missed a lot of things, but. We missed so many things. There are an appendices for a secret deck, which you can actually use to reveal information about Halaster. Secrets? So you kind of can learn about him that way. Yes. Um, but it is random. So it might not even give you what you want. There's what? 18 or 21 cards, I think. Yeah. There's a whole deck of cards. Yeah. There's plenty of handouts that you are supposed to Xerox and distribute to your players. Yeah, there's the Elder Runes deck, depending on what might happen and how people affect the runes. And it's it normally affects the first person through a portal. Unless you decide not to, it should affect the second person. Oh, I like, forgot to talk about the Lava Children! Crap! Uh, in um, in um, Venrak Doom? Where is that? Oh my God! Let me let me find them. I don't even I don't remember where they're at. It's but the important thing is not what they are or what they do. The important thing is the art that was created for them. Yes. You ever have the chance? Look up Lava Child in the in, in any kind of BCR or anything. Find the picture of them. Um, you won't be disappointed, or you will be. I, I can't really give you that answer, but my God, whoo! It's rough. Lava children. Oops, I spelled lava wrong. Lava child, lava child. Lava child. It's a love child, first of all. Holy God, I actually didn't look at the picture before today. <laughs> I regret looking at this picture. Right? It, it's essentially like carrot top and a diaper. Physically identify, identical to one another, lava children have muscular builds and childish, perpetually grinning faces. It's a clown... Mixed with a dwarf, mixed with Freddy Krueger. Yep. In a diaper. Yep. I can't stop looking at it. Right? Like once you see it, it can't be unseen. Uh, it can move through metal, which is kind of cool. God, and if you're wearing it. metal armor, it has an advantage on attack rolls against you. I hate it. I really hate it. I hate it. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God, I fucking hate yes, that Christ. picture will haunt your mind. Okay, all right. Well, oh, we a... didn't talk about the Neothelid that people can release and lure to levels of the dungeon to do its madness upon them. Neolithid that the Mind Flayers are trying to create to kill the Gith, I believe. So, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Again, there's a million things we didn't talk about. So much. There's so, like, literally, everything that has ever been in D&D is in this dungeon. Correct. And, and, right? Every map, almost every map that you look at has, let me, let me read it exactly, um, has, a, has an arrow that points to a tunnel here or there, and it says, tunnel leads to expanded dungeon. That means that you, the DM, can decide, you know what? This dungeon's not big enough, and just it can keep going. This dungeon, this level, uh, level one. Let's pick level one. Level one has twenty nine areas. Nope, thirty nine areas. Nope, forty one areas. <laughs> Doesn't matter at this point. And you might think, you know what? That's not enough. This tunnel leads to an expanded dungeon. This tunnel behind a secret door that you can find leads to more. Ooh, ooh, werebats. Also, real bad to look at. There are werebats. There are other were creatures in here as well. Werebat is essentially a goblin with wings and not hands. Goblins. I mean, bats are just goblins with wings. 
Yeah, but bats can sometimes be cute. This can never be cute. Eh. So this dungeon can be anything because oh. it can expand. Where bats only know one language, goblin. There you go. That makes sense. See, they must be they bats... must be descended from goblins. Bats are goblins. Wait, that's fucked up actually. If a goblin gets lycanthropy, it becomes a werebat, period. There it is. Is that in there? I know that's not in there, but Oh, you're just knows? deciding that. Yeah, I'm just Oh I'm my god, it does look like a goblin. Right? Wait, and what the fuck? I guess in this book it is Most it, werebats are of goblin stock. Yeah. It says that in the entry. Yeah. And right here it says just under your type, small humanoid goblin, comma shape change. I guess it's because they live in caves. Goblins. Huh. Gross. Real gross. All right. Well, um, I don't have any interest in playing this, but I am going to steal lots of pieces out of it. Um, I, I will definitely probably take ideas, but honestly, you know, I don't think I want to put anyone through this shit. I now want to make you enter a portal that goes to a asteroid orbiting around the planet. Okay. 100%. Okay. I think it's insane. You can run a Spelljammer campaign sometime. I have no interest in doing that. I just want the players to look like, hey, there's a window. I look out at it. You see the planet that you were previously on and just like have that moment. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> but generally speaking, I have no interest in running this. If you've run this, you know, tweet at us, whatever. Let us know how it went. I'm assuming it, you died. I'm assuming you just uh, you grind. You either do it to level 20 and finish it, or you don't. It is perfect to fit between adventures. Right? Like, hey, guys, we finished that adventure. You want to go down to the awning portal to level up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, okay. Final thoughts. I don't want to look at this anymore. Well, we only have a few more of these left. Uh, I do want to say I, next week we might be off because we use, you know, depends on the day we record this, but we are playing D&D on Wednesday next week. Um, so we might miss next week. We'll kind of figure it out. But if we don't, what are we reading? Saltmarsh? Is that next week? Ghost of Saltmarsh, yes. If we are, if we do have an episode, we're supposed to do Saltmarsh. But we're almost done with these. <laughs> oh, I, know. I know, I know, I know. We're almost done with these. It'll be mid-June, then we'll take the summer off. And then, and then I'll cancel the podcast and... I'll delete my name and we'll, we'll remove ourselves from the history of the universe. Yeah, exactly. All we right. will show up on an asteroid that orbits the earth. Correct. Uh, and we, we will live inside an iron golem, which our spirit attached to it. Okay. Uh, Al. Alphonse. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. I, mean, I mean, yes. Right. No. But, um, <laughs> uh, I was referring to Torbrand. Yes. I understood. Yes. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus. Fuck. Make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it. This is an episode for adults. There is swearing. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Do we have to start saying that? No. Follow us oh. on Instagram. <laughs> Feel free to send us topics that you want to hear about at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate the show. Make sure to rate the show, people. Emphasize rate the show. And I guess, as always, we will see you next time. Till then. Goodbye. Bye.